everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's April 21st. It's 2020. And uh, miss you guys. It's been like a week or so since we've done our last podcast. Uh, we have some stuff coming up uh, this week. You know, we have a podcast coming out tomorrow that's um, something we've never talked about on the podcast before. So I'm excited for that. going to talk some esports here at today's podcast. Going to talk some esports later this week as well. I'm going to break down this two-game early slate for CSGO on um, Wednesday morning. And then the Wednesday um, later slate, there's a 5 o'clock slate as well on DraftKings for the Clutch um, League, Clutch Season 2. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, those um, South America teams and uh, just kind of break that down, do four games here today. The six-game slate, uh, the big slate for ESL Road to Rio, will have a breakdown um, here on Rotor Grinders uh, for premium members soon. So I'm writing that. So um, I started with this and I'm going to be you know, writing that and doing that here in a little while. But wanted to get out some content um, for this earlier slate um, to give you guys something to – play in the morning and then like i said the clutch slate um later that later um wednesday afternoon so we're gonna kind of just go over this two game slate this two game slate's awesome um these european teams are really really good they're two of the best teams um four of the best teams in the world um so this is this should be two really good games i wish these games were on the main slate but we can't always get what we want so um we're gonna start here I'm pulling up pricing really quick just so I can kind of see as we're going um, pricing on these guys. So we're going to start with the complexity versus Astralis game. Um, Astralis ranked number two in the world. Uh, Very good team. Complexity ranked 23rd in the world. Both of these teams very, very good. Um, Complexity organization has been around forever. If you've been around, you, you know the name for sure. Um, Astralis minus 497 favorite here on Pinnacle. Expecting them to take this game down. Um, you know, we just saw them play a bunch here in um, ESL Pro League right before um, all this stuff went down and towards the end of the Pro League. So we know Astralis, very, very good team. Let's start with complexity. You know, you might not know this team as well. Um, If you're just getting into DFS and stuff, there's a few things you want to kind of try to figure out. You want to kind of always figure out who the fraggers are and who the oppers are. So when we're looking at this team overall, Blame F is usually your fragger on this team. His kills per round at about 0.7 over the last three months, 41 maps played, um, damage per round about 82. He's a high-impact player. This is the guy that, you know, if you're you're running like a um, 2-1, unless you're like doing a three-man Astralis um, stack, you know, if you're doing 2-1, like Blame F would try to be the guy that you're going to get in. Um, He's not overly expensive either at 7,600. He's the highest-priced complexity player. Uh, for good reason, but um, he's definitely really good um, and, you know, a strong player for tournaments here. And then your opper on this team is Poison. He's your opper. He has a good opportunity to go plus um, plus positive kill to death. That's what we're looking for um, most of the time in cash games. You At the end of the day in cash games, you want your guy to frag 
But you want him to end with a positive kill-to-death ratio. And Poison, you know, he's been struggling here recently. We didn't get to see Complexity play a lot of the Pro League. Um, they played a lot of the morning slates, and we didn't really have slates for them. So, uh, But Poison's your opera here. Config is your other rifle fragger. Um, if if there was going to be an upset, Config and Blame F would probably have to have big games, um, and Poison would have to be hitting his shots. Like Config is a guy. He has a positive kill to death ratio over the last three months. He's ranged anywhere from minus eleven to plus thirteen. So he has upside. He has a ceiling. So if you're playing game theory on a two game slate and you're building a complexity two man. You could potentially go blame and config and get the two rifle fraggers that have the ceiling and, you know, try to take down a tournament. So, you know, there's definitely definitely merit to that on a two-game slate. Most of the time, you're probably not doing that. Like, we're not doing too much of that on a six-game slate. You know, you're, you're likely going to be running a lot of, like, two-man or one-man stacks or one-offs. Not one-man stacks, one-offs. Um, or two-ones. So... It'll be interesting to see how the six game kind of works out. We really haven't had too many big slates with the new scoring on DraftKings. So, um, Astralis, you know, when you're looking at Astralis, we know, well, maybe you don't know, and I'm teaching you or telling you, but uh, Device is the opera here. He's one of the better oppers um, in ESL. You know, he is a really good fragger. 1.22 kill to death rate kill to death ratio over the last three months. Um, so obviously he's a guy that um, can do really well. Fandle doesn't have like um, an early slate, but they have an all day slate and he's the second highest priced player over there. The team play for Astralis is really strong on Fandle. If you have the money to fit them in, um, you know, they're a really strong favorite here. So obviously they should be a team that you're, you're looking at here, but Device is really strong. He's a really fantastic play on this two-game early slate. Um, he's going to give you the safety that you're looking for. Um, he might not give you, like, the ceiling that you're looking for, but he definitely has the upside. Um, outside of that, like, this whole team's good. Dupree's good. Um, Magis is good. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce um, Andre's screen name. It's XYP9X. Um they say it on the broadcast all the time, but I still don't know how to pronounce it. Um, that one's on me. But either way, um, those four guys are really, really good. Um, all four of those guys are very much in play. You know, if you, if you had to tell me which one to play, it'd be um, X at 7,200 just because he's the cheaper of the bunch um, and has just as much upside as the other ones. Um, Magist. Magistic is he has been playing really really well here recently so like he has some upside uh but device is your overall top play from this team um you know he's going to be really strong and then like i said i think x at his price point um very much in play here these guys are going to give you plenty of safety and plenty of upside as well so whether you're doing a two-man or a three-man on this um two-game slate you're definitely looking at these players from Astralis. They're really, really good. Um, up next, we got Entice against Fnatic. Fnatic, number three ranked team in the world. Um, very, very good team. Incise is 24th ranked. They're a good team, but they're running into one of the hottest teams in the league right now, Fnatic 
have just been fantastic. They're coming off of the ESL Pro League win, um, European Pro League win against Mouse Sports, where they took it down three to two. Um, you know, they just beat Navi and Mouse Sports. Like, this is a team they beat Astralis over the last five matches. This is a team that is playing fantastic CS right now. So, obviously, they're a big favorite here. They should have no issues with this one. They're minus 480. So, this two game slate. We have two games that realistically both could go 2-0, but the, the thing about ESL and with these really good teams is anything can happen. Like, these both matches could go three three um, maps, and anything can happen in these. Um, that's the best thing about playing these. So, um, you know, starting here with um, probably going to start with all you. Um He's like the overall like fragger, um, like better player on this team. He's the opper, um, you know, but he's the one guy that consistently will put up positive matches. Um, not always putting up positive games, but honestly, I think this is going to be a tough matchup overall for this team. And I think that we're really going to see anyone struggle to end positive um, for the overall match. I could see Ariel. He's their rifle fragger. He's a he's a really solid impact rifle fragger. Um, but like overall, like I struggle to see like any of these guys having like a massive ceiling unless they win, and I don't think they'll win. Um, like if they were gonna win, I think it would be behind like Ariel having a big game or all you hitting a lot of op shots against you know Fnatic. Um, so I just struggle with that. Um, I, I, like I said, I think, I think Fnatic is one of the safest teams on this two-game slate. Um, you know, you get upside, you get safety with this team. Um, you know, you got the rifle fragger and Crims, who not only does he post consistent plus um, kill-death ratios, he, like, has a ceiling as well. So, like, he's really good. Brolin's really good. Um, you know, both of those guys are your rifle fraggers. Um, so, like, they have ceilings, massive upsides. Um, they also have Flusha. Flusha is another one of these guys that um, is a rifle fragger that has a lot of upsides. So, like, you can choose out of those three guys. You have JW, who's the opper. He's not the best opera in the world, but if they are rolling um, in these matches and doing really well, um, I could definitely see him having good games. His his range is anywhere from like minus fourteen to plus fourteen. So obviously, like he has upside. He's not my favorite. Like I like the rifle fraggers here. Um, Krim's my favorite. Brolin and Flusha are right there. Um, they're both you know priced appropriately. So I think all these guys are guys that we're definitely looking at um, on this two game slate. So the chalk way to approach this slate um, is definitely going to be, you know, at least two players from Fnatic and two players from Astralis. So if everybody's doing that, just kind of try to mix up who your two players are. Um, because I, I do think that's the right way to approach this slate. I'm not saying that it's not the right way to approach this slate. I do think that it is um, the right way to approach the slate in general. So, you know, even though it's the chalky way, I don't see 
I don't see Fnatic or Astralis losing on this slate. Um, but you know, there's different ways that you can kind of approach your your captain spot. You could definitely go three and three on these two teams. Um, that is probably going to be really popular for um, cash games. Um, I, I think that we'll see that a lot in cash games. Um. So, yeah. Um, get different. Like do two ones or something. Like you know, take shots on some of these guys that might not win, but with the new scoring system, they could you know definitely be okay. Like like I said, that blame F guy, he has a lot of he has a big ceiling. Um, so like his upside is there. Um, you know, like roll the dice. It's never a bad thing to roll a dice on a two-game slate um, to just be different. So, life today is kind of a lot. It forces us to always be on, but every now and then it's important to just stop, crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So, when you choose to turn off, choose the beer. The one beer that's made to chill, Coors Light Mountain Cold Refreshment made to chill. These days, everything is go, go, go. Non-stop hustle has taken over, and it's kind of a lot. There's work. Friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and expectation to be on all the time. If the pace of things is wearing you down, take a moment, pause, refresh yourself. You need a moment to turn off for a little bit. Maybe you're binge watching a bunch of shows right now, hanging out on your back porch. Maybe you're studying CSGO like I am or playing again. Hey, I'm having a ton of fun playing again. So when you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. You know, Coors Light for me right now is dinner time, chilling with the family, coming down off of um, a full day of schoolwork and work and having the baby. And, you know, that's that's why that's what Coors Light is, the one I choose when I need a moment to chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to getcoorslight.com and finding local delivery options. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Um, let's shift gears now. We're going to go over to the two-game later slate um, for Wednesday afternoon. Again, we're doing some stuff Wednesday on the podcast that we don't typically do so i'm kind of just covering wednesday's slates today because it's like 2 two twenty in the afternoon and um it's not really the morning grind right now we're so i'm so off so off um my daughter does schooling in the morning so like i'm just off um this is not a huge slate there's not a bunch of huge tournaments for clutch but there's always always money to be had um so there's always you know ways to take advantage so the biggest thing the biggest difference between clutch besides you know talent level um is just these clutch games are bested too so you're you're definitely only getting two games in each game. So um, two and three man stacks usually tend to work um, in these if a team blows a team out. So you'll see when we start going here that these teams um, are ranked a lot um, worse than like 
how like what we were saying um what we were saying for the ESL teams um so just pulling up the slate really quick um really quick here sorry about that i thought i had it pulled up and And these teams are like um, South American teams. So just so you guys know, I am definitely going to mess mess all these team names up and these players' names up. Um, we're going to start here with Soberano against Alma. Um, Soberano is ranked 167. Alma is ranked 192. Again, like we were just talking about some of the top teams in the world, and we go over here to Clutch, and it's a lot different. Um, they don't give out – typically they don't give out odds for these matches um, because they're best of two. Uh, they give out map rank – like they give out map, um, and right now like the map – favorites are alma in both maps so i'm a little bit um more favored here um but alma is playing with a stand-in player and that's never the best either but um you know saberano i gotta watch them the other day and i'll tell you like i have interest here um vhz he's a guy that i i really i think is a really strong play here um he's definitely a guy that can frag out um and like that was in a match where they lost uh to keed and keed's actually the next team that we're going to talk about and that game is a lot better um then this game here this is still group stage um but vhz he's averaging you know 0.75 kills per round he's a high impact player he's really the star of this team um the rest of this team is kind of just support players to be honest like any of these guys can go off in any match um it wouldn't shock me if any of these guys went off but like vhz like he has plus 20 upside like in, in in a match um like he is a guy that could go off in any match um and if this if this match is going to be close he's going to be the reason that this match is staying close um outside of him like it's really hard to trust any of these other players um like we don't really see like set offers on a lot of these um south american teams a lot of these guys are just rifle guys so like vhz being an opper and, you know, when he's hitting shots, this team's rolling. You know, your rifle fraggers are ABR and TGE. Um, you know, Gust has a little bit of upside, not much. Like, a lot of downside for him. He's newer to this team. So, honestly, like on a two-game slate, if I'm thinking Alma's going to win, um, VHZ would be my run-back play. You know, if I'm if I'm playing like a two man stack from Alma, uh, I would run it back with VHZ. And if I was playing, if I was playing the winning side, if I was thinking that um, Sombrero was going to win, Sub Naro, 
Um, if I was thinking that they were going to win, it'd be VHZ and ABR. I think those would be the two guys um, that would be having good matches if they were able to pull out the win here. But, you know, going to the other side of this game, you know, you definitely don't want too much ZMB. Um, he is not a very good fragger. Raul is the guy um, on this team that consistently frags. Um, he's the rifle fragger um, on this team. So he's the guy, like, if this match is going to be in their favor, um, he's likely going to be the guy with the plus. I know he's the most expensive play on this team. Um, Danny Vets is another guy that, that is really um, solid here. Um, Sinks is they don't have their their normal play. Um, like I was really hoping that NQZ was gonna play. Like he's he's really strong, um, but obviously he's not playing. So it would be Raul and Danny Dan Vet um, here. You know, Fatal from time to time will have good matches. So like he's someone you could if you want to be different on a two game slate. Maybe you go Raul Fatal um, to just be a little bit um, different here. So I don't hate that idea. But, yeah, when I'm looking at this game overall, I really do think that you'll, I'll end up being like a 2-1 on this game. Um, I don't really want to – I don't really favor either side of this game. Um, there's some tournament plays, but it's not like there's a ton of plays here. Um that you're going to be in love with. So, um, up next we got keyed against debt Tona. Um, like Keed is one of the better teams in this league, but debt Tona is ranked 93rd in the world. Keed is 159. Uh, VSM is the best play on the slate. He plays for debt Tona. He's the most expensive play on the slate as well. Um, you're going to have to pay up for him, but, I, I would suggest paying up for him. Um, since I started with him, we'll just kind of talk about this team in general. He averages 86 damage per round. Um, so not only is he getting a lot of kills per round, he's getting a lot of assists in rounds that he doesn't get a bunch of kills. This is a guy that can go plus 20 in a map, not just a match. Um, like he has that type of upside. So Really like him. Um, I think he's a really strong play. He's the rifle fragger on this team. Um, so, obviously, um, you know, he's someone to definitely be looking at here. Um, outside of him, this team is kind of all over the place, and you'll see this a lot. Um, I'm going to mess this name up, but Luke Zoe, um, he's he's a really strong play as well. He's 7,600. Um, he's a little bit cheaper than some one of these other guys, uh, but I do think he's another play that you can kind of look at to be different. I think if they're playing well um, and winning this match, he's going to be one of the reasons why. I think Tib is going to be um, another guy that a lot of people are going to be looking at. He's the opper on this team. Um, you know, he has a good chance to go plus kill death ratio. Uh, don't mind him. I think he's a little expensive, though, for his ceiling. I would rather go the cheaper routes and, you know, try to get uh, VSM in there just to be different. So, outside of that, 
really the only guys that I'm looking at here. Um, Turtle is okay if you're playing tournaments and you want to be different. Um, he's cheaper at 6,200. I do think he's in play as well. Um, he's been playing decent, and you know if they win in this game, I, I do think that um, he is certainly somebody that we could be looking at. Um, let's go to the other side of this game, the Keed side of this game, and you know Keed, they have some rifle fraggers on this team. So, like, you know, they're a little interesting. Like, if you're playing a two-game slate, like, if you're playing this two-game slate and you want to be different, um, you could definitely be different with this game because I, I could see a way for Key winning this game. Uh, probably not going to happen. But I do think that pre-Azin uh, – man, I watched this match the other day that they played, but they speak in Spanish and I don't know Spanish. So I don't even know how to say his name that way. Um, he's expensive here. He's 7,800. Um, he is a rifle fragger on this team. Um, whether it's an AK or M4, he is the guy that is getting a lot of damage done, getting a lot of kills per round. He has upside even in a loss, but you're going to have to pay up for him. Um, that's the only bad part about playing him here is you got to pay up for him. Outside of that, um, JNT, he is someone that, you know, can put together good matches. Um, he's been playing pretty well here recently in matches that they won. So he's another guy that I don't mind. Um, you know, Tifa and Mamwith, they're just not great plays. BNC is not a great play. BNC is really, really cheap, though. So if you wanted to, like, straight punt, I don't think he's the worst, like, straight punt. Like, he could go really close to being even. Um, and if that were to happen, like, he could he could definitely be an interesting punt here. So, again, I don't think I'd recommend it. But if, you know, you build everything out and you like it, you know, why not take a shot? So, um, that's it for the two – two game slates for CSGO. Again, we'll have um, ESL Road to Rio, six game slate coverage in Roto-Grinders Premium with Lineup HQ. And um, I'll have a full breakdown here, uh, probably posted Tuesday afternoon, late afternoon, dinner time. Um, so breaking down everything. So that's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. Look forward to the podcast on Wednesday. Again, something we never talked about before. Uh, looking forward to talking to that. So good luck in your CSGO games and uh, we'll see you again Wednesday.